Welcome to Kick-Ons, the pop culture after-party for people who need just a little bit more. We're two friends, Jason and Steph, and we aren't ready to sleep on all things pop culture. Welcome to Kick-Ons, because the party's not over. The night is young, no we're not done. Party back at ours, everybody's welcome to the kick-ons. You're welcome. Welcome to Kick-ons, the pop culture after party for people who want just a little more. Welcome to Kick-ons, it's another week in the wonderful world of... Windy Wellington. It is winter again. Freezing. I think maybe the coldest it's been... Ever. it's yeah i mean that's boring weather ch- no actually. no i love talking about the weather i mm. do i agree i agree we especially like okay like australians maybe not people in melbourne you have a lot of weather too but like our australian listeners you know it's sunny yeah or sometimes it rains yeah that's it except in melbourne Adam. yeah um, <laughs> But here, oh god, it's like four seasons in one. Oh, sorry, day. I really thought you were you didn't jump count on me that. in. Sorry, can you count me in? <laughs> um, yeah, the weather sucks. It does. So we're here to brighten up, warm up your day, week, well, evening. Yeah, morning and night. And yeah, noon. totally. Also, something that might be. About to brighten up our days. So, remember when Taylor posted that she was moving the album? Yes. And she was like, I'm... And so she said, like, it will now be out on the 12th of November. I'm really excited to celebrate the 13th and more with you. So, you think that's going to be tomorrow? American time, 13th of October? Like a single release? Because no, I don't. Do you reckon? Well, yes, because maybe she's releasing the lead single from Red Taylor's version the day before Adele releases her new song. Whoa. Do you re- Whoa. I thought she meant the 13th of November that she was excited to celebrate. But why would she say that when the album comes out on the 12th? Because there was something else happening on the 13th. Like, the album's coming out on the 12th, but I'm excited to celebrate on the 13th. But maybe she meant October. Yeah. Anyway, we'll wow. know. We'll know by the time this comes out. I do believe that there is a reason she said the 13th. Well, yes. And for those playing along at home, 13 is Taylor's favorite number. Yeah. I was listening to, oh, Lost Culturistas last week's episode, and they were really high, which was really funny. And they were just, like, talking about great numbers. Do you have a favorite number? No, but when they were talking about it, I really decided, like, I love 12. Yeah. I love 7. But they were talking about, like, 74. Like, isn't that such a strong number? Yeah, 74. Yeah. It's a great number. Yeah. I recently thought, and I was like, I don't even know if this is allowed to be my favorite number, but, like, 5,000. Oh, Yeah. I just think that's a cool number. Yeah, well, it, 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 um, it like, it's not your average number that someone would say when they ask their favorite no, number. No, it's not. Whoa. 5,000. Like, it sounds strong, but it also sounds like 
ridiculous. Yeah, and which... kind of camp too. Yeah, and a bit spacey, like Alaska, Alaska Thunderfuck Five Thousand. Oh, I love her. I know she's my fave. She's um, a good number. Yeah, she is a good number. Uh, speaking of numbers, I have started watching Squid Game. Oh my god, where are you up to? Um, episode four, I think. If you haven't watched Squid Game yet, like, catch up. As someone who was scared, I do think it's an, it's easier to watch than what people might tell you. Once you get past the first, like, 20 minutes, say. And you don't even need to watch that scene. Nah. Like, it doesn't really give context. Like, you can tell that he's really struggling without needing to see his nose yes. get whatever. And that guy ate the blood. Oh, I didn't see that bit. Oh, I skipped that. through it. <laughs> but it's so good. I d- okay. Do you think that you could enter the squid game and have a chance at surviving? Um, Like, when I was younger, I definitely fancied myself quite good at musical statues. What would the New Zealand version be? Yeah. We talked about this, didn't we? I have no I idea. <laughs> um, well, if we did. Yeah, because yeah, we did, like, Ball Rush and, like, oh, Four yeah. Square, oh, Knuckle Bones. The Chocolate Game. The Chocolate Game would be so good. That would be a really good one. Pass the Parcel. Ooh. But it's a, a bomb. bomb. <gasps> <laughs> Creepy. Whoa. Well, I kind of, like, am quite keen to try the Honeycomb one. That's where I'm up to, basically. Do you know how to make honeycomb? I have made it in the past. I trust you on that one. But she I... makes a good cheese scone, guys. Mm. I don't know if they're in the same family, but, like... Not really, but... She turns on the oven. I think... Honeycomb is quite hard to make, and I have had an experience when I was younger with a baking soda and baking powder mix-up. And let me tell you, it was not fun. Oh my god, your taste buds <laughs> must have been so mad at you. I had the wildest childhood. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, yeah, so basically, if you haven't seen it, they make like honeycomb, hokey pokey, with a shape stamped into it, and the people have to cut out the shape with a needle without cracking the shape. And there have been a lot of memes of, like, really hilarious shapes. Oh, yeah. Okay. I haven't seen those yet, oh, but really? I've kind of tried to not engage with the Squid Game memes in case I see a spoiler. I There's just... If you have no idea what Squid Game is, I'm shocked. Where have you been? It's the highest... It's, like, the, the biggest watch... The l- most watched show Netflix has ever produced. And it's all over social media, mm. memes... Uh, people recreating their own Squid Games. That's a bit... I know. Is that weird? Nah, I guess Nah, because so. it's funny. Mm. No one's dying. It's not a real story. Yeah, I know no one's dying. <laughs> that would be fucked up. <laughs> so yeah, I'm excited to see... How many games are there all up? I think there's five. Oh, wow. Yeah, so there's nine episodes. Oh. I thought there were seven for some reason. Nah. Nine all up. Oh, God. It just just gets so good. I know. Okay. It is already good, and I've actually been watching it falling asleep, which is fucked up. It did take me a few times. Like, sometimes I would sit down, get home from work, sit down, watch it, and be like, okay, you actually don't have the mental capacity right now. Yeah. So you have to turn it off and watch RuPaul's Drag Race. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Um, Oh, my God. Speaking of, happy National Coming Out Day for the other day. 
and thank you no i'm kidding sorry no it involves you so you know that girl who was on casey musgrave's music video who is on instagram and she's really hilarious average fashion blogger or meg stelter yeah meg stelter so she did this hilarious like um straight girl um oh no literally just what i did yeah takes claims claims it it was says happy national coming out day to herself. Yeah, yeah. Oh, to straight people. Yeah. No, to her. She's like, it's okay to be gay. I know someone at my work uh. who might be gay. <laughs> and You might have met them. Like, we've got lots in common. I like Drew Paul. Drew Paul. <laughs> yeah. Funny. She's great. She's I can't so wait for her to funny. be on SNL. Oh, it'll happen. Yeah, it will happen. It will. It happen. Will. Is SNL the height of a comics career until after SNL? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. It's pretty coveted. Huge. But, well, I, I mean, mean... Bowen's just so famous. I know he is. Like, Kim asked for a picture of him with him. Wow. But also, like, we'll get into that a bit later, but they work so hard. Well, they'd have to. Because they, they have the host there for a week, so the host arrives, things are kind of written, but they have to, like, approve them and workshop them, and then it's, like, all on. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. Um, but before we get into that, let's talk about our first sips. It's the first sip. Mine is like quite mundane, but really life changing. Tell me. So the other day I was at work and I like, my um, workmate was showing me something on her phone and she had these big circles at the top of her iMessage and you can pin iMessage chats to the top of your inbox exhibit so hang on a okay i can't see oh (laughs) (laughs) so these are your favorites well they're the yeah i guess wow you're number one if you didn't yeah i know i did notice (laughs) i noticed i still got a mustache in that um emoji emoji yeah, so I've got you, my sister, two of my friends I go to the gym with. And Sam Smith. And Sam Smith. <laughs> Jimmy with Sam Smith. Because I didn't have a contact photo, say, for Jimmy, so I had to find the photo of him meeting Sam Smith. So, basically, for those a lot playing at home, you literally just go to your messages, you Wait. hit... Okay, do it okay. In, in real time. This is live. This yeah, is live. This is it's... happening in front of your very ears. <laughs> Okay. okay, go to your messages. Yeah, I'm here. And in the top left-hand corner, hit edit. God, sorry. The landlord's number was the first <laughs> one to come up. We're fighting, by the way. Yeah. If you're listening, Joyce. <laughs> okay, edit, edit. pins. Edit, edit yeah. pins. And then I think you just add them. Joyce. <laughs> oh, my God. Joyce is my pen. Oh, I don't have a photo for her. Next time she comes, I'll ask. So you can just choose, like, if there's... Specific people, just our landlord. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> if there are specific people that you like message a lot, it's so good. The message comes right there. And the fun thing is you don't get like a little, it doesn't get a like a dot beside it. Oh, oh, wait, you text me. Okay, wait, I've got to find you. Yeah, exactly. This is the beauty. Once I'm pinned, you won't have to find wow. me. I just type, I'll type your name in. God, that is how do I pin you? No, 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 no. You just text me and I'll show you what oh, it looks okay, like. Okay, when... okay, okay. I mean, maybe I'll go out of the app. Sorry for anyone with Androids. <laughs> yeah, but like, just skip look forward. at yourself. Yeah. Okay. So if I go in and then I click in. 
Oh, now I can pin you. See, it's got a little speech bubble outside of your image and the message. Well, it's an emoji, so it wouldn't usually. But yeah, and it gives you the first kind of sentence of the message. It's so much fun. (laughs) You have to change that. (laughs) (laughs) The photo Jason has saved for me is needs to be changed because like the pin, you got to have vibes for your pins, you know? This is a huge vibe. So, guys, this life hack. Real housewives energy. Oh, well, in that case, I'll take it. Yeah. Yeah. That is my first sip. <sighs> that was a really good yeah. one. Thank you for that interactive first sip. Yeah, I hope welcome. you guys all played along. Yeah, we'll post it on our stories. Yeah, has your landlord been pinned? <laughs> um, so, my first sip is a, an EP released last week um, by a Christchurch artist called Emma Dilemma. Mm. who um makes rock rock and roll and she's fucking cool and she just released her it was actually supposed to be an album um but covid related issues has meant that she's had to split it up mm. into two um separate so she's just released side a of spit nice. and it's a fucking great listen and people in Christchurch if she's ever playing down there or around the rest of New Zealand as well yeah because she will be yeah go check her out she's lovely she's talented and like girl power yeah totally so go check out yeah side A of Spit by Emma Dilemma Emma Dilemma yeah great name yeah she's fucking cool I just really adore her and I do not know her but like I just feel really close to her. That's good to know. Yeah. I'm sure she'd love to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we can get into our lives of the party. Um, mine follows on from what we were talking about earlier, which was Kim Kardashian on SNL. And you know what? I just want to, like, laugh in the faces of people who have discounted Kim Kardashian for years. Go on. Uh, let it out. Ha! <laughs> that was for you, Deborah Messing, who tweeted, Am I missing something when it was announced that Kim would be a host, the host of SNL? Well, she fucking got you, Deborah. She did, because it's one of the highest rated shows of SNL. Ooh! Sorry, just getting a call. Is it Joyce? No, it's my sister. Oh, she's going or maybe to she's labor. in labor. <laughs> Do you want to pause? Fine. No, it's. Oh, wait, maybe. <laughs> she's not going into labor, guys. Don't freak out. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> okay, so we're talking about Deborah missing. Messy. Being messy. And uh, I was saying that it was one of the highest rated. Highest rated episodes of SNL in a really long time and I did actually listen to uh comments by celebs podcast today and they read out an awesome article um from a publication that I can't remember and they were saying that the beauty of it was Kim wasn't there to promote a show a movie a book she was just simply there to be the host of SNL and that's what she did. And I was just, like, so impressed. She was so committed to everything. Like, you could see on her Instagram stories through the week, she was um, there, like, for hours and hours. And, like, as someone who's watched the Kardashians, um, like, show, 
she really didn't like public speaking. She hates dancing. She like doesn't like singing. Like she's very self-conscious about things that aren't just, I guess, just being her. Yeah. And um, I was just, I was proud. And I was like, you know what? The, the journey we've seen this woman go on. She was a star. Yeah. I think that she, her skits were so funny. And I think the best thing was that she obviously said to the writers, like, just fucking go for it. Yeah. Because everyone says it in the media anyway. Exactly. It's not like she has anything to hide anymore. Yeah. The jokes about gold digging, hilarious. The jokes about um, not have been in a movie before, like, her sex tape except yeah. her sex tape hilarious <laughs> getting her family involved hilarious honestly Chris yeah Jenna, hilarious and then even writing the skit which was one of my faves which was the people's court and yeah. she was playing Courtney like even yeah. that is so funny because it's something so familiar to everyone but like still taking the piss yeah oh she looked amazing and A.D. Bryant was who I love was awesome when they did the switcheroo. Yeah. One. I can't remember what it day off or something it was called. Oh, so good. And then Kim playing 80, like yes. acting gold. I yeah, actually it was an Oscar. had a moment where I was like, is Kim ready to be an actress? Will that <laughs> ever happen or no? Mm, I think she could be ready, but I, I don't. think it was good. She's going to be a lawyer. Yeah. Which like she literally had her study notes backstage while she was rehearsing. Um, the OJ Simpson. I know that, that one. So... Yeah, but like you have to comment on it, you know. Yeah, but so it's yeah. her life. Like this, that's actually her real yeah, life. That's fucked up to think about. And she looked amazing. I loved the Bachelorette takeoff one. Oh my I god, thought it was so good. Do you know what cracks me up about that? It's the hair. Oh, the wig. It's it was so just, good. like, so on point. Like, that is absolutely the hair that every Bachelorette has. Yes. Every single one. The funniest bit was one of the guys, Blake Griffin, who's an NBA player, like, used to date Kendall. And I was like, are they going to bring it up? Like... They didn't. And she was, like, she didn't really crack laughing. Nah. So good. If you haven't seen it, you can go to SNL's Instagram or TikTok, and most of it's on there. Yeah. Treat yourself. Yeah. Um, you did us... Proud. So good. I can't wait for the new show. I think I've already said that. But. Um, so my life of the party. Mm. Someone who has not been in the media for a really long time is back. She's back and she's learned how to go live on Instagram. Our friend Adele Dazim. Oh, yes. Adele's <laughs> Instagram live. She just pops up and then... Releases the first part of her new single. Yeah, that was power. Whoa, that was huge. And then she's like, okay, that's all I'm going to do. Her, like, answering questions from fans. Am I going to collaborate with Peppa Pig? No. No. (laughs) Her trying to stop her dogs from barking. Oh, my gosh. Her dogs are so cute. So funny. I was really pissed off because I woke up and I saw, like, an Instagram notification that was, like, Adele has gone live or whatever the... Yeah. And I was like, fuck, I missed it. I'm so mad. Wow. But I've seen it everywhere since that. So Me too. Or when she was like, what's your body count? What's that? 
Or then she was um, also trying to add people into the live, like Alicia Keys or like all these other famous people. She's funny. Like, I know she's funny, but I've kind of forgotten in the last few years how funny she is. Yeah. I think it's time to rewatch her carpool karaoke. Fuck yeah, we should so do that. Her being like, oh, what's my favorite food? Wine. Yeah. (laughs) It's fine. Did you read any of the Vogue articles no i've read articles about the vote article yeah but i haven't read the article itself but basically the gist i get from it was that they talk a little bit about her divorce Mm. and but the album's more about um her son and just her um creating a stamp in time to teach her son how to treat women yeah and why she did what she did yeah yeah and so that's the first single she has said that that is about the divorce Mm. um but every other song she said is not real that's not the point of the album Mm. it's not a divorce album yeah she also go went into talking about her transformation at like her weight loss Mm. and how disappointed she was in other people specifically women Mm. for having commenting on her body and she said that people have been commenting on her body her whole entire Mm. career so it's not new for her to comment for people to comment but the way that they were commenting she said it did hurt her yeah um and she started going to the gym because she was feeling anxious and she needed a way to get off her phone and she just like fell in love with going to the gym that's what she mm. said i liked it she said that she like kind of acknowledged her privilege she's like if i didn't have access to trainers to like personal chefs basically like all these amazing resources like i, I may not have been able to do what i've done and yeah. it's quite refreshing to have people like recognize their privilege yeah she also said that she um has moved to la because she couldn't afford a house in london it's fucked up. What? That can't be true. Are you joking? No. What? Are you joking? I've just watched The Circle Season 2, and there's this, like, English girl on Chloe. there, Chloe, and she's always like, oh, my God, are you joking? Who won? Um, The girl who was catfishing as Trevor. the guy, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Cool. Congratulations from a year ago. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because Chloe was on Too Hot to Handle. Yes, yeah. because they were some of the people knew, recognized her from Too Hot to Handle. Yeah, um, and they—that's how they knew she was. I actually think she's going to be on a third Netflix show, but I can't remember what one it is. And I'm ready for her to pop up on The Only Way Is Essex. Me too. She's hilarious. We um, watched the first episode of Love Island Australia last night, and. It's going to be a stretch to commit, but I am going to do it. (laughs) (laughs) Only because I'm pretty sure Erin, friend of the pod, Erin Clear, will be watching. So I'll and I think Ina and Ruby and Mia, who I watched with last night, are going to keep watching. So it's more about the camaraderie, but none of the guys are attractive to me. There is one who I was like, oh. Are they too surfy? Yeah, a lot. They are very, like... Marsupial. Yeah, like, very, um, like, Sydney or, like, Queensland beach guys. Yes, yeah. And, yeah. Like, one has... One was... Ina was like, that looks like Jason, because he has the most peroxide hair I've ever seen. Like, it almost looked blue. (laughs) And he was... And he was so tanned. 
and I just haven't fallen in love with many of the girls yet but it's only episode one and like it will ha- it will chat that will change and it's lovely to see Sophie Monk oh isn't it every time yeah yeah so if anyone's watching let me know we can chat so I mean Love Island Australia isn't the biggest thing that is kicked off this week Insert side, insert sense here. <laughs> That's right. The annual Bird of the Year competition is about to begin. Te Manu Rongo Nui o Te Tau. Woo! And it's the Sweet 16th birthday. Sweet 16th presented by Forest and Bird unofficially championed by kick ons pods absolutely so the voting opens up on monday and i've got some amazing quotes to read from an article in the guardian written by tess mcclure 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 she's from christchurch so okay there's no i was gonna finish the sentence she's from christchurch so she probably doesn't have an american accent was what i was oh, about to say but i thought you I was just... like oh she's classic she's definitely a mcclure of christchurch <laughs> yeah <laughs> that is something i would say okay so this is from the article from the guardian oh which is titled consternation nnz as native bat included in bird of the year poll and for those wondering, consternation, your word of the day, means dismay. A spokesperson from conservation organization Forest and Bird, Laura... McClare. <laughs> no, <laughs> Kewen. I'm going to say Kewen. A spokesperson from conservation organization Forest and Bird said allowing bats to enter was not a public relations rehabilitation job after the winged mammals were implicated in creating a global pandemic. No, not really. It wasn't part of the calculation, they said. Our native bats are completely innocent in that regard. They're adorable and special and not responsible for diseases. How good is that? Like, what a way to kick off for it. Like, that is the that is bird of the year in a nutshell. It's ridiculous and amazing and it's important. <laughs> it is important. That whoever is doing their PR is a fucking genius adding that bat. Yes. No one has been talking about Bird of the Year, and then suddenly it's everywhere. Everyone suddenly knows what this bat is. That bat is so cute. Do you know it's this? it weighs as much as a $2, $2 coin? coin. Yes. Uh, so it's the long tail bat, Pika Pika Tora, and it's the first time a land mammal has been included in the competition. Wow. And they've included it because they're attempting to raise the profile because... It's really critically endangered, which is the worst part about Bird of the Year is realizing the mortality of some of these yes, amazing creatures. Because you can actually go on the website birdoftheyear.org.nz and you can see which ones are in trouble, in serious trouble, or doing okay. Yeah. Um, and a lot of them are in serious trouble. Um, back on the $2 coin... The wingspan is a, is only as big as a hand, and the actual bat is as big as a thumb. Oh, they're small boys. So, I know! Um, they're the only land-based mammal in New Zealand. Okay, so can we just talk about winged animals for a second? Okay. Do you think bats are like the next evolution of birds? 
Well, I'm sure we could find out, but no. Okay. Like, do you think that bats have like a a more? We need to find the what's it called the like the gene genus. But yeah, the, we need to go on. Um... <laughs> we need to go to encyclopedia no what were those encyclopedia um, things uh encarta we need to go on encarta for the kids would know encarta you used to they were like cd-rom it was a cd-rom floppy disk and yes. you'd insert it into your computer like modem modem hard drive hard drive yeah and it would tell you all these amazing things yeah and you could play a maze game on it wow it was really fun oh god so there are a heap of really gorgeous new zealand native birds and bat mm. to choose from and you can pick a few to vote for and five. it's important five you can pick five to vote for which yes. is really difficult to only pick five um we're here to tell you what one of those picks should be. Well, I'm going to throw a spanner in the works. Don't you dare. <laughs> what? So, do we put our weight behind the Piwaka Waka for a second year in a row? Or do we change lanes and back the bat? That is hard to know. I know. Here's, here's what I'm thinking. Okay. We put our weight behind the Piwaka Waka and the bat. Okay. And we do a joint candidacy <gasps> because we are Marma Davidson. <laughs> <laughs> and James Shaw. And James Shaw. I love it. Oh, my God. Who's who? Uh, oh, Marma's uh, the Piwaka Yeah, Waka, she has to be. And, and the, the bat. Oh, no, they both fly. <laughs> I was about to say it's fitting for the bat to be James because he's about to fly to Scotland oh, for this big. Too, even though he doesn't want to. And he shouldn't be. <laughs> that bat won't fly that far, though, because that bat is tiny, tiny and native. Okay, I love this. A double ticket, the P-Waka Waka and the bat. Yeah. We're going to have to get official branding. I'll talk to Mia. Yeah, no problem. That's done. What's the official name of the bat? It is the long tail bat, also known as the P- Oh, fuck. I wonder if my writing... I've got Pika Pika Tora. Pika Pika, yeah. But might sometimes my Ks look like Hs. No, it's definitely Pika Pika Tora. Yeah. Gorgeous. Okay. Welcome to the race. <laughs> Welcome to the family. P and P. It oh, fits. P and P. So, we need a slogan. P and P works for me. <laughs> I think we can do. We'll work on that, that one. Yeah, yeah, suggestions welcome. Yeah, I just love Bird of the Year because, like I said, it's amazing, it's important, and it's hilarious. Yes, campaign song. Yeah, I'm alive, Celine Dion. I'm alive. I get wings to fly. Fuck! I wish. <laughs> I'm alive. Well, what kind of sound does a bat make? Supersonic. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, we need an animator. I know we do. Okay. okay. It's okay. This is huge, though. So you've got three votes that are totally up to you. You can do yes. whatever you want. That is fine. Go nuts. But two of your votes, we need them to be the pee waka waka and the pika pika. Wow. So... Okay, so we're launching this campaign now, obviously, but in terms of socials, yeah. do you reckon we launch it officially on Monday? 
definitely our campaign like so the real ones will know now but like the ig ones will know on monday and we'll get some really good graphics together yes and we'll like do it and we could even do a reel yeah because uh, and we can even interview a bat <laughs> my peak too soon is the fact that instagram is definitely now trying to become like a reels app like they're so Oh, they're fucking everywhere. I hate yeah. it. I mean, I love Reels and I love TikTok, but ugh, I just want to see pictures. There is space for a Reels app, TikTok, obviously. Yeah. And a photo app, Instagram. That's why can't it just be like that? I I couldn't agree more. I could not agree more. Yeah. Um, but that's not what we're here to talk we're about. We're here to talk about New Zealand Bird of the Year. And you can go to NewZealandBirdoftheYear.org.nz to have a quick squiz at all of the lovely, lovely gals who are up there today. This is like a bird pageant. <laughs> Which is actually your worst nightmare. I think because it's virtual, <laughs> it's easier to handle. No, native birds, I have a really soft spot yeah. for Especially around October, November, yeah. when New Zealand Bird of the Year is in full flight. And also, don't forget you can donate to Forest and Bird when you enter your details, votes, yeah. your votes. So, and that's really important to keep um, industry, uh, not industries, uh, organisations like that going because we recently googled, and Forest and Bird is not a government agency. Yeah, but hey, we can help them out by giving them some love. Who on your old lists will you vote for again other than the P. Waka Waka? Do you know who I love every year? Mm-hmm. And this is a Chris Parker special. The, the Dodderall. Yeah. <laughs> I love her. And I think the Barn Owl mm-hmm. this year deserves a, a hoot and holler. Oh, my gosh. Okay, we've got to wrap this up. <laughs> okay, well... I think definitely the Dotterall. It's just like Chris Parker's influence. I will forever now yeah. vote for the Dotterall until it wins. Yeah. But also, I love the Kingfisher. Oh, Kingfisher, yes. Yeah. Awesome. Do you know who's been really kind to me this year too? The Tui. Oh, that's nice. She's, she lives around here. Yeah. It's really nice to see her. It is nice to see yeah. her. Oh, God, there are so many good ones. Bellbird. I also wanted to remind everyone about the scandals that have come along with um, Bird of the Year in the past. You'll remember in 2019, there were hundreds of votes from Russia that came through, um, which sparked claims of election meddling. The votes were ultimately judged legitimate, and a Forest and Bird spokesperson said at the time that interest from Russian ornithologists may be responsible Quote, New Zealand actually shares birds with Russia, they said. We have the bartail godwit that makes an annual trip, yes, round trip. that godwit. Is that the one that's here at the moment? Yes. Just been? Yeah. yeah. Or it, it's on its way. And you can watch some of them, are like, they've tra- tracked some of them. They've got, like, little trackers on their things. And they watch it fly halfway, get too tired, and then fly all the way back because the weather was too crazy for it to fly. So then... Uh, like a week later, while after it had rested enough and eaten enough food to prepare for the journey again, it got back up and tried again. Wow. And that is Oprah Winfrey shit. <laughs> like, you can do whatever you want. Yes. That wow. Is inspiration. It is inspirational. Um, there was also in 2018 when 300 fraud- fraudulent votes were cast um, by Australians 
who were trying to rig it because they found the funny the name sh- of Shag funny. Isn't that fucking so Australian? So Australian. <laughs> that is so Australian. So we are here launching our campaign for the Pee Waka Waka and the Pekka Pekka double ticket winners of Bird of the Year. P and P works for me. <laughs> I kind of like that more now. Wow. You sold it. Thank you. The James Shaw and Madama Davidson of the competition. Huge. Wow. Yeah, that is huge. No, that's not interesting. I was going to say <laughs> 25 years of MMP this year. Wow. Which is our parliamentary system, which causes just the most fun. Doesn't it? Yeah. Oh. It was good. I was listening to an RNZ um, article, I guess, on the radio. What would you call that? Um, article? Uh, you bit? were listening to a radio bite, show. Ra- radio bite? Yeah. Section? Segment? Segment. We'll go segment. Um, yes, I'll about take segment. MMP. And it, uh, the guy was like, oh, most of the major parties don't like MMP. I was like, yeah, that's the fucking point. Yeah. And then he was interviewing this guy who was like, you know, we've had some of our greatest politicians through the MMP system, like Jim Anderton. And then he said some other person, um, like a guy, I'm doing exactly what he did. But then he was like, oh, you know, and that Fitzsimons lady who is Jeanette Fitzsimons, who was like the mother of the Green Party for so long. And then when the, inter- when the segment cut out, Kim Hill, my queen, was like, oh, well. I can't get over him saying that Fitzsimons lady. Ha! What an idiot. Or like something like that. It was pure joy. Pure joy. Don't gotcha. <laughs> so, shall we get into the mantra? Yeah, let's do it. 2001 to 2008. There ain't a song that we hate. And if you're new here, this is our segment where we, you know, take a moment to celebrate the the time in life that was 2001 to 2008 and we add a song to our playlist every time which you can go and find on spotify yourself or find it through the link in our instagram bio at kickons pod my song this week thanks to tiktok oh it came up and i was like this is joyous for two reasons the first reason was it was like a top of the pops I don't know if the account was Top of the Pops, but it's like reflecting on Top of the Pops. And it was the Sugar Babes singing Overload on Cheers, Three Cheers. But singing on Three Cheers (laughs) was so 2001 to 2008. Oh, it really was. Which that song is not really a three cheer song to me. If I was directing. I think on Top of the Pops, they didn't have a lot of choice because the stage was so small. Mm. Or whoever was the, like, artistic director was like, I've got this idea. Imagine three stools. Yeah. Everyone's dressed in white. And that was their first single, right? That was, like, the first song Mm. we ever heard from the Sugar Babes, I reckon. Okay. It could not be true. I could trust you on that one. I have no idea of the answer, though. But my... The most hilarious part was... That they're literally just singing, like, the same melody an octave apart. <laughs> Harmonies were not invented <laughs> until 2009. I know. They really weren't. Yeah. They really weren't. So I'm adding Overload by the Sugar Babes to the playlist. I am also adding a song to the playlist, and it's 
also a girl group. Whoa. My girl group was actually from 1998. Ooh. But this song deserves to be on the playlist. Yes. Irish girl group Bewitched. Whoa. Sailor V. Wow. Pop it on the playlist. Live your dream. Wait, what song did it come out? What year did it come 1998. out? 1998. Wow, amazing. Yeah. Uh, uh. When you're listening to the playlist, which... You know how to find now. Yes. And that song comes on. You are literally, something inside your body, it will skip a beat. The Some people, no, what is it? Some people say I look like me dad. Yeah. That's, that's the beginning. That's, right, yeah. that's when you'll know. You'll be like, like, okay. I listened to the song just yesterday and I was like, who wrote the song? How did the group get together? Like, I want to see a Netflix documentary. Were they on- family? I have no idea. And, like, was one of them, like, let's put some, like, fiddle at the end of this? Well, that Irish. I know. Oh. It's just so genius. <laughs> it is. It's it is genius. so genius. It's genius, joyous. What more could you ask yeah. for? What was it? P-waka-waka waka and peka peka. P&P. Works for me. Oh, works for me. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny because P&P is, like, um. But should we do works with an E? So it's a little bit camp? Yeah, yeah definitely. Okay. I'll write that down. Yeah, and we should definitely do me with like a few E's. Oh, but that's going to be a lot. Okay. Because yeah. <laughs> then we're also going to have to have the James Shaw and Madame Davidson of the competition. Oh, yeah. Okay. We'll work. We'll do some workshops. Yeah. Um, P&P is me. like a sex thing on Grinder. Is it? Yeah. What does it mean? Piss. Party and play. Oh. <laughs> I think it's like if you're into meth and also want to bang. Wow. Yeah. So we're taking that energy and putting it into the campaign. This is like probably too long of a conversation, but I'll ask it anyway. Yeah. We were talking the other day at work about like if you found out that you had like you were going to die in 12 hours, yeah. right? What would you do? And a lot of people said they would try heroin. And I just really don't think that that would be something that would be fun. 12 hours? Well, 24 maybe. Okay. Well, I've always said that when I'm 70, that's when I'll try heroin. You have always said that. Yeah. But if I was going to die, no way. That would what a waste of your last day. Just be high on heroin. Yeah, thank you. Are your loved ones alive? Yeah. Well, then wouldn't you go hang out with them? Yeah, you would. You would. And, like, you've got to put a needle in yourself. I mean, I guess people do that every day. IVF, yeah. diabetes. The vaccination. Yes. Which um, New Zealand is getting up there in their vaccination rates. But we're not high enough yet. And we're not out of the woods. And I'm like, are they going to open up the country? Are they going to open no, up that border? No way. Know. I hope not. But Bay Dreams just announced they're cancelled. Wow. Yeah. But they couldn't get anyone here anyway. Exactly. It's going to happen. Things are going to have to start cancelling because, like, it's so uncertain. Yeah. But um, we're both fully vaxxed now. Yeah. And also there's going to be a vaxathon on TV this uh, weekend. That next episode, we will discuss the, vax- the vaxathon. Or one of the next episodes, anyway. No, like, yeah. That'll be huge. I hope it's as good as I'm building it up to be in my head. It's going to be bizarre. But, like, I don't very... really want to watch people getting needles put into them. No, it won't be that. It'll be, <laughs> like, watching celebrities performing chat about... and chat and, like... 
it'll just be hyping people up on TV and then they'll have like camera crews around like Wellington City and it'll be yeah, like yeah because I guess the thing is if you turn it on when you're like eating your lunch on a Saturday and then you watch it and then you're like fuck I'm gonna do it you've got until like are they doing 24 hour vaccines yeah. yeah and there's all sorts of different ways that you can get your vaccine they're putting out vans um, Air New Zealand has turned one of their dreamliners into a vaccination clinic so you can go to the Auckland airport get on an airplane and get your vaccination in the airplane that's cool it's like all these it's gonna be insane and i love that new zealand's doing a vaxathon i know very camp can't wait to see yeah whoever performs do you think the pika pika will be there probably it's only weighs a two dollar coin oh my god i can't wait to see it in real life (laughs) The thing with bats is I used to love watching them in Sydney. I never got close enough to be scared of one. Like, they're still mysterious to me. But, like, sitting outside on a warm night in the summer and just seeing, like, flocks of bats fly by, it's just not something you really see in New Zealand. Well, because they're critically endangered here. And we need to (laughs) vote for them. You're right. www.newzealandbirdoftheyear.org.nz from I think it Monday. might just be bird of the year. Dub dub dub. But Lincoln, Lincoln show notes. Yeah, gorgeous. Lincoln show notes. That's another drag king name. So good. Because when Lincoln Fire will <laughs> have surely been taken by now. Yeah, surely. Right, everyone. Thank you for listening. Follow us on Instagram. Get your votes ready. Get ready for our campaign launch Monday the 18th of October, I think the date is. Just, like, get excited. You know, we've got to really lean into the stupidity of life at the moment because it can be very doom and gloom when all you think about is the C word, the big C. Exactly. Um, I actually muted, thanks to Sam Brooks today, I muted all related words to COVID on my Twitter because I was like, I know it's a privilege. Like, I'm, it's a privilege to be able to ignore information about COVID. Yeah. But I have to do it for a little bit. And you did. I've done it. Wow. I haven't really been on Twitter since, but <laughs> I'm excited. Cool. Yeah. You guys, m- take care of your well-being. Mute words on Twitter. Bye. Bye.